Hey, you guys, just in case you don't know, we are available on Spotify, iTunes, Podcast Addict, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you wouldn't mind going and rating us on iTunes, I know that it's not my preferred iTunes people don't listen now. It's not my preferred place to listen to podcasts, but we would love to have some reviews so that we know what we can do better or if you just really like us. Also, follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and now, Twitter. Um, <laughs> Twitter's like totally new for us. We like missed, I don't know. I feel like we're just like a year or two too old for Twitter. Um, so it's a learning curve for us. But anyways, go follow us on Twitter and we'll give you a follow back. And now onto the podcast. This is Cutscenes and Cupcakes. This is the podcast where we talk about video games, what we liked, what we didn't like, and just we talk about some other random stuff too because, you know, tangents. We just want to give a note about spoilers. This is a spoiler alert for um, the game that we're going to be talking about, which is called Wolf Among Us. And it's a telltale game. Not to be confused with Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Wait, don't be confused with that. No, Leo DiCaprio in this one. So I'm Marley. This is Steph. I'm Lindsay. This is Steph. And I have to be quiet because my voice registers very loudly on this. She got it's... very offended when we told her. Yeah, they it's told me to true. go stand in the kitchen. <laughs> She's pretty much we so told you to drop off the cookies and leave as well, but you didn't get offended by that. <laughs> We're very nice to each other. It's great. I wanted to mention that we ate crumble cookies. We are not currently eating crumble cookies because they are gone. Marley is because she's a slow eater. <laughs> Lindsay and I devoured our crumble cookies, so not I a ate sponsor. It, like within seconds. <laughs> not a sponsor to crumble, but talk to us, man. Mm. I just took a really big bite. <laughs> this is going to take me a We're second. We're just going to sit here awkwardly <laughs> while Marley finishes chewing. I'll actually just start with my not a sponsor. Good idea. Um, <laughs> because it's a good one. Okay. So my not a sponsor is taking yourself on a date, which I did after an actual date that I went on. Because huh. I, I was really I hungry. all the time. It's great. <laughs> well, it was a coffee date at like 6 p.m. It lasted until 8 p.m. And I was starving after. So I was like, hey, I'm just going to take myself out to dinner. My place is a mess. I don't want to look at it. So I'll just take myself out to dinner and I'll stay at the restaurant. So I was eating my salad. And the best part about taking yourself on a date is people watching. Mm -hmm. And I overheard the following conversation. Something, uh, this is not a direct quote, but it's pretty close. They said... We wouldn't want to compromise the asset. And I said, what? <laughs> like, they kept talking about, quote unquote, the asset. And I can't imagine anything except that they have some kind of superhero chained up in their basement. Because oh there's gosh. no other way. Like, you, don't, you only hear that in movies. And they just said it like two or three times. And my ears perked up. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> So that made me very happy. And <laughs> Did you end, ever find out what the asset was? No, because they started talking about this guy's OCD mother after, afterwards and like all of her like 
tendencies and habits and like um and behaviors and i was like oh well this is interesting but not as interesting as the asset. Go back to the asset. Is the mother guys. the asset? Well, maybe, maybe she is because it flowed naturally into that. Well, maybe she's like old, older, and she's going to be dying soon. So they're thinking like her assets. Yeah, like they're talking like her estate. And so maybe Dang. they're like, we got to go after this particular asset. Maybe we want it because it's worth a lot of money. That's maybe really slowly... cold that they would call their mother the asset. <laughs> <laughs> maybe know. they're slowly murdering her by adding cyanide very slowly into her food it's until possible. she finally dies. And they I mean, can obtain the asset. But then someone will find out because it'll smell like almonds. My not a sponsor this week is. Um, into the Spider-Verse, the album. Woo! So, the movie. We saw the, we went and saw the movie a couple weekends ago. Oh, so it's good. It's so good. So good. Amazing. But, like, as a bonus little prize, like, perfectly wrapped in red and, like, silver wrapping paper, just beautiful with a bow on top, is the album. It's so good. It's so good. Every every track on it is good. <laughs> it's all, like, there's is so it much. Good? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> You know, it's just really fantastic, and I enjoy it a lot. The <laughs> audible intake parts of it are just fascinating and wonderful, and all the music is upbeat. Um, and just, and like, badass, too. Yeah. Good gym playlist, I well, was saying. Well, the, the great thing is, actually, this past week, <laughs> I, uh, I put the playlist on, and I get some headphones, you know, plug in my phone. And I, I've, I've gotten onto the Stairmaster. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, it's awesome because it's no. such epic music and you're just like, yeah. I, I prefer the treadmill or an elliptical to a Stairmaster. Every time I see someone on Stairmaster, they just look like they've been like sent there by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> they're like miserable. They're no. clutching onto the edge of the top of the machine and they're just like barely dragging themselves up like they look so, so miserable i just recently started using it and it's seriously like a life changer yeah like even you only have to go on for just like a couple minutes and you're and you feel like you're gonna die it's great <laughs> is that why those people look so miserable <laughs> yes. see elliptical people look happy like elliptical <laughs> people <laughs> and like treadmill people look determined Ugh. but if you look at the stairmaster people <laughs> they look so defeated That's because it's really it's really good it's tough it's mm. yeah but listening to the the spider-verse soundtrack while you're doing it it's well i it's listen easier. to the into the spider-verse soundtrack while i do cool things like, like fold my laundry <laughs> epic you gotta get through that'll that show laundry. us i've actually been listening to it a lot on my way to work because i'm like i need to pump myself up because the people i'm training have been giving me a run for my money dear good heaven above so it's been a rough week i needed some motivation and listening to do you want to start a riot i'm like hell yeah i want to start a riot and then get into work and get there in time and then it's like are you afraid of the dark and i'm like no thank you music for showing me that the truth and it's like uh, i'm not even scared i'm not sure if that's a word and i'm like Lil Wayne, that isn't a word but i like it let's keep going Danger. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I've been saying that all the time. What's like, we'll danger? be like, hey, Steph. And I'm like, what's up, danger? <laughs> not, I bet Blake loves that. It's not funny, but it makes me so happy. <laughs> it's good. Go listen to it. Go see Into the Spider-Verse because it's wonderful. And then go see... I'm, I'm never going to use the word good again on this podcast, oh, you guys. sorry. 
it's wonderful and then go listen to the album because it's phantasmical i would say it's probably my favorite role i've ever seen nick cajun oh i can i yeah i agree with like, that he was of funny. all the things yeah like i think was that good. was the only time i've been like huh nick cage solid you yeah, know, the rest of the time I'm like, he's not attractive, he's not super talented, why is he in every movie? But Blake, I, I enjoyed him. Blake was telling me that um, when John Mulaney went in for his audition, mm -hmm. they didn't really tell him that it was like a PG, like a family movie. So oh. he went into <laughs> audition for Spider-Ham, and they're just like, okay, we just want to get like some riffs, some like, um, um, just go for it. And it just goes off, and it's... <laughs> John oh, Mulaney no. is not a clean person. He's if you so listen to his stand-up, it's so funny. But it's just like, he just starts going, F this, blah, blah, blah. And he goes on for like 20 minutes or so. And then they're like, just so you, get, just so you know, it's like a PG-rated movie. And he's like, oh, so you can't use any of that that I just did. And I'm like, no, but it was super great. <laughs> and he got the role. Well, I'm glad he got it. He's one of my favorite comedians. So. I like him. He's pretty, pretty funny. Anyway, yeah, definitely go see Into the Spider-Verse. Go listen to the soundtrack. Go enjoy it. Marley, what is your not a sponsor? My not a sponsor, well, surprisingly enough, it's not a TV show, you guys. <laughs> what? I mean, there is a TV show I do want to talk about, but we'll save it for another time. Okay. Instant Hotel. What? <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> this, my not a sponsor, is a podcast. It's called Cold. Yes. It is a, um, it's, it's by um, KSL, which uh, for those of you in any of our listeners in Utah, you should recognize that name. It's one of the more well-known uh, news broadcasters. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I think it's like Channel 4. Yeah, or something. Anyways, um, so it's, it's a podcast about a cold case local here to Utah. It's about Susan Powell. So she went missing in December of like 2008. Nine. December 2009? Mm -hmm. Are you sure? I am very sure. I think it, I thought it was 2008. It's 2009. Go. Yeah, so about 10 years ago. So she went missing and it's very... Everyone in the public is like, it was the, her husband, Josh Powell. He did it. But there was just never any solid enough evidence that they could actually like charge him with anything. And it was it's just like this huge like controversy, but it, and it's super fascinating. Anyways, there were there were some like different like audio journals and stuff that um, they were recently able to get um, a hold of, and so they decided they meaning KSL they decided to you know send one of their reporters and do a bit more research on the case and make a podcast. So a lot of people in Utah, especially, are like obsessed with this podcast. Not only like audio <laughs> files either though, but like police or police, um, oh, police interrogations yeah and uh, the interviews and there's like yeah. 11 episodes now and at first i'm like how is there that much to talk about <clears throat> in the susan powell case because it's pretty cut and dry like is it? yeah the husband <laughs> has did it, it been solved no because her body's never been found yeah no body no crime but then he ends <laughs> up killing himself and his kids which is a pretty oh. guilty thing to do yeah it's it's really really tragic so like yeah you're like there's a couple things but you know like a two-hour podcast could do that <clears throat> there's been 11 episodes and i'm ready for more like oh yeah it's so good they haven't even gotten to the end of it mm -hmm. there's so much in it so is it called cold because it's a cold case? Because there's cold-hearted individuals at play? Oh. Because it's cold in Utah? <laughs> I mean, it did happen <laughs> in December. <laughs> well, and he did take his kids camping at midnight in the West, in western Utah deserts in a blizzard. Yeah. 
like so i mean it could be obviously things i'll have to listen to cool. it he's obviously not so oh he, he and his family and his family oh gosh it's disturbing but it's so interesting at the same time <laughs> cold podcast it's really good go listen to it yeah i agree with that one okay Should let's we- dive in we are talking about... Do you about- know you say that on every podcast? I like diving in, okay? okay. <laughs> I, just- I like nautical things, <laughs> and I like nautical analogies and nautical phrases, and dive in is a good one. So, let's dive in. Okay. So, we are talking about The Wolf Among <laughs> Us. Again, it's a tale, telltale game. No, tale-tale. Yeah, no. not a tell-tell-tell-game. I always get it mixed up. Is it tale tell it's not T A I L. It's T E L L T A L E. Tell tail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I think now that we have that classified. <laughs> Wait, I've got it right here on my phone. Where did it go? Tell tail. Yeah, okay, good. I'm not insane. <laughs> For those of you who tuned out, we're talking about Wolf Among <laughs> Us. A telltale game. <laughs> I just wanted to read the description of this game from Wikipedia because it's kind of long, but it really, I feel like it really accurately describes what this game is, what this game is. Will it give us a tasty taste of the game? Just, just a little tasty taste. So the, the wolf- Well, let's dive in, Marley. <laughs> let's dive in. Okay. The Wolf Among Us is an- do you say episodic? Episodic? Episodic. Okay. Episodimal? Just pick one and go with okay. it and I'll believe you. The Wolf Among Us is an episodic, interactive, fantasy, mystery, graphic, adventure, video game. Shit. Seriously. <laughs> I read that and I'm like, oh. I mean, none of those are wrong. I know. <laughs> and it's based on Bill Willingham's Fables comic book series, which I actually didn't know. I didn't know I didn't realize either. it was based on a comic book series. I did. And it's developed by Telltale Games and all sorts of fun things. If you're not familiar with what Telltale Games are, is, are, were, um, were, were <laughs> RIP, RIP, <laughs> um, it's, it's like the decision based games where depending on your dialogue choices and um, your interactions and also the, the QTEs, do you remember what that stands for stuff? Quick time actions. QTE. It doesn't even line up with the word. <laughs> or the letters. Quick time. Events. Events. Yes. <laughs> Why isn't it actions? I think it should be QTA. Well, go reinvent um, the gaming industry and get that right. Yeah, so it's... What was I saying? Based on your quick time event Oh, yeah. Action. And so it, it totally... <laughs> And there's also um, the conversations, they're presented in the form of dialogue trees, which I kind of, I thought was kind of cool. Um, just a good way to describe that. A couple other examples of uh, the Telltale games is Walking Dead. There oh, was, that's a huge it was one. a really big one. one. There's like six or seven, like, um, seasons. seasons of it. And Game of Thrones, there was a Game, of, a Thrones. Game of Thrones. And there's Arc- a Batman. Like a Batman. Arkham. A, I don't no, know, it's, I, I think it's just Arkham. I think Ar- I thought it was just... I think it's Telltale a, Batman. Yeah, I think that's it's what Batman. I've always I don't think it. it's Ar- It's not Arkham Asylum. It's that's not Arkham Asylum. I, I think it's Arkham something though. Arkham Origins. I don't think so. Arkham. Go ahead and Google it. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so there, there's a few different Telltale games, and then there's obviously The Wolf Among Us, which maybe some people aren't as familiar with. 
But uh, we, Stefan, or sorry, Lindsay and I, uh, I mean, I didn't, I hadn't heard about it. I actually, we actually heard about it through Steph. Yeah. I've heard she, of it before. Imagine oh, okay. that. I heard it from Steph, but she played it with her cousin. No, I played it with Blake. You played it with Blake. Okay. There was a time the PlayStation Network was really pushing it, like advertising it every week. Oh, really? Well, I and, think the yeah. story is just really good. There's a reason they were pushing it. Do you want to tell us more about the story? What kind of, give us a rundown of that? So it's kind of based, um, the, so like fables and fairy tale people had to be rehomed in Manhattan. And to make sure that they look and like don't get discovered, they have to take things called glamours to make them look like real humans. So like there's a couple characters who can't afford glamour because, because of a corrupt political thing government? in there yeah government, government thing maybe? in there well it's not yeah i guess the the fable have their own government so yeah there's like a corrupt um government I can't story title. to it it was, like it was i think it was mayor it was ichabod crane was the mayor and so because of um lots of things going on in the community a lot of people can't afford the glamour and therefore has to be sent to the farm away from people and friends so and then it's the story of big b wolf who is the wolf from Little Red Riding Hood. The big bad wolf. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, not only is he the wolf from Little Red Riding, Riding Hood, he's also the wolf that, like, blew the little pig's houses down. Mm -hmm. And there's wolves in several different stories. So he, it's actually kind of interesting that he becomes sheriff because he's actually been terrorizing all of the fables um, before they were rehomed in Manhattan. So there's a lot of distrust towards Sheriff Bigby. There's a couple of murders, and the quest of your of your game is to find out who murdered um, <laughs> these poor prostitutes, sex you know, workers. Yeah, they're like I don't know, donkey skin. I can't remember her name. Faith. Faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's the first to die, and then there's a troll that dies, and it's up to you to solve their murders. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know the plot thickens. And you learn that there's corrupt government going on. You learn later about, um, you know, the broken man. Broken? Crooked man. Crooked, crooked man. man. I had a dream and I it kept coming up as the broken man. Oh. In my dream. That's crazy. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, the crooked man and it's good. I liked it mm -hmm. a lot. I think a huge theme of it is that you are trying to... It's up to you whether or not you want to, like, have Big B be different or not. Like, have him be, like, oh, what's a good word for it? Like, he can reconcile his past and just kind of be a new guy and be like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't I don't rage out anymore, you know? I, yeah. I, yeah, trying to show everyone I, that I deal with things good. properly. Or you can kind of take the badass route and he can be, you know, tough and mean and torture mm -hmm. people still, you yeah. know? The whole time, yeah, he's fighting against his inner wolf, if you will. Oh, the uh, wolf among him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, and the thing I liked was, like, every time you met a new character, you... Because some of them, like, had, like, different names. Like, they gave they made up a new name or something. And so you, like, later find out, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so from that, you know, fable mm -hmm. or fairy tale that we've heard. Or, or there are ones that are more recognizable, like Snow White. I mean, she's one of the main characters. Mm -hmm. And there's also um, Beauty and the Beast. And um, I'm trying to think of... Ichabod Crane. Yeah, Ichabod Crane. Um, a flying monkey. Oh, yeah, from, like, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but, yeah, there's there's a lot of really cool ones. And they're all really just kind of random, too. Like, it's not exclusive to, you know, Disney characters or 
or whatever. But um, it's, it's kind of fun to like, kind of figure out like, oh, I've heard of that. Like what, what fairy tale or what fable is that from? So it was kind of fun to come across that as well. I thought. Yeah, and it's very, um, like, film noir-ish in style. Oh, yes. Um, it's kind of, like, since it is a graphic novel, the whole picture, the whole, like, um, motif of it is kind of, like, a flat background. There's not a ton of detail. And then um, the characters on top of that flat background. And a lot of, like, kind of darkish colors, purples and blues and, like, dark It's reds. very moody. The music oh, yes. and the tone... <laughs> And the dialogue is all very moody. That's true. And even though, like, the graphics, I would say, aren't the best, at least compared to, like, some of these other games that we've been playing, like, like the only one I can think of right now is God of War. I mean, that's very detailed and very well done. Well, it's more artistic. Yeah, but yeah. It, and it's also older, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it was first developed, I think, for... PS... It might have even started on PS2. I don't know. I was looking on Wikipedia I want to say PS3. But anyways, like, so it's not, it's not the best of graphics. I mean, it's still really cool and it's a little more artistic, like Lindsay said. But the thing I liked about it, though, is that whenever, like, when you were talking to the characters, especially some more of, like, the female characters, I don't know if you guys noticed, but, like, their eyes were very expressive. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I noticed that. Like, they were very, like, detailed and expressive. Like, yeah. I really, really liked that. Even though, like, the rest of the everything else was just kind of more rough. I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but I don't know. I just, I noticed that every time we talked to one of the female characters. And I don't know. It just made, it kind of made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I think it was a good game. However, I do have one issue. Let's hear it. The ending... Oh. It left on an ending. Okay. So. Here's, here's the thing. I, this is just a little bit of philosophy for you. Live for the now. Because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, Telltale Games. So don't leave us on a cliffhanger if you're not sure that when you create a sequel ten years later, it's not going to happen. Well, I, I mean, you could go read the graphic novels. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's for me to learn. I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. I'm wrong. I don't know. Yes, they did leave it on a huge cliffhanger. I actually listened to a couple YouTube channels. Yeah, I've got two theories. Okay, what are your theories? Either Faith was Ariel or Oops. Ariel was Faith. Well, they were like they... pretending to be each other or something. The, so the... there's some deception. Okay. Okay. What, uh, what what are your theories? No, that you... so that's pretty much true. So the theory is either that Narcissa glamoured Nar her Narissa Narissa who is also Ariel. Narissa yes. glamoured herself to um, be Faith at the beginning, and Faith had been dead the entire time, or Faith glamoured herself to be Narissa at the end, so that she and then glamoured, and so she killed Narissa and then glamoured herself to be Faith. No. Some you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I know what you mean. Either so either Faith the... was Narissa at the end or Narissa was Faith at the beginning. Oh. Yeah. Because so a lot of the things were similar. So at the very beginning, Faith was like, You're not as bad as you think as they all say you are. And at the end, that's what Narissa says to Big B. And, and then, then he has a big flashback of all the different things that oh, Faith and yeah, Narissa had said to him. Right. And they also um, smoke this. They all smoke the same way. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, they all have similar smoking patterns. That could have just been laziness, though. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, in a game, in a big game like this, do you think it'd just be laziness? I don't know. Yeah, I maybe. mean, it, it's fun to still look for those kinds of things, though. Yeah. To compare. I mean, if I spent 16 hours designing and creating and programming how a character smokes, I'd be like, oh, another character smokes? We'll just use this template, you know? Right. <laughs> well, and, you know, Nar- Narissa and Faith stuff aside, like, I, I was kind of upset that there wasn't more stuff that showed uh, Bigby and Snow White's relationship. Because throughout the whole game, like, we we were trying to, like, you know... We, we were we, shipping them hard. We wanted them to be together And then at so the bad. end, she just blows him off. Yeah, and she I was, was like, what she was the kinda, hell? Yeah, she was mad at him for some various things. I mean, it could vary, depend on your, you know, your choices in the game. But yeah, so it didn't end totally on a good note, but there was also, like, some hope. But then the game ends, so then mm-hmm. you're just like, I have no idea. Right. But then, so I was, again, back to Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so the the sequel, um, or season two is what they were going to call it, would, would have continued on with more narrative related to Bigby and Snow White. But then mm-hmm. they, um, it was supposed to release last year because of some internal studio issues. They pushed it back to um, come out in 2019 this year. So guys, we would have had a season two, I know. but then in and September, September 2018, Telltale was like, "Just kidding, Bye. we're canceling, Deuces. we're done." Bye guys. So we call would have, it. We time would have had a death. sequel. Yeah, that's why I said my philosophy thing, which is like, make a finished product because you never know if you're going to get the chance to make the second one. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm just a little bitter about this. I was talking about this on my date the other day. And the fact that I can talk about this on a date is a good sign for the date. So, anyway. But I'm tired of beta testing for games. I'm tired of games coming out with an unfinished product and then being like, eh, we'll fix it. You know, like, I want a complete package with a nice ribbon on top, done game. And you can make a sequel, you can make a hundred sequels, but just make sure that they are complete when you release them. I could agree with that. I think you're talking to the wrong people. Okay, I'll I am the CEO <laughs> of Xbox and Naughty Dog Games, but... How come you're not sharing your money? <laughs> <laughs> and how come you don't know the end of The Last of Us? <laughs> yeah, why are we playing the whole game again? <laughs> Just kidding, it's an amazing game, that's why. Hmm. Yeah, but I uh, the story is... I felt I liked the story a whole lot. I thought that there were a lot of details that were cool. Oh, also, the boss fight at the end with oh, Bloody yeah. Mary. Oh, gosh. That it was, was cool. It was great because... It's creepy. It kind of just started, and Marley's like, oh, this Bloody Mary isn't that scary. The one from Supernatural is scarier. Uh, yeah. And then she, How like, goes into it? level one, and she's like, oh, that's kind of scary. And then she goes into full-on Bloody Mary cre- creepiness, full-on, and she full is full-on. <laughs> she is Full her, on you Bloody would say Mary. her glamour goes away? Yes, that could be said. <laughs> she is creepy AF. Man. There's like little mirror shards like coming, coming out, out of out her of skin. Her. And every time she walks, you could, it was like the sound of crunching glass. Yes. That was a great touch. She could multiply Ooh. herself into multiples, kind of like reflections. Ooh. And like she had no eyes. She just had empty sockets with blood running out of them. It was so, so gross. creepy. It was so cool gross. though. Um... And then that's when Bigby, um, you see a couple glimpses of him going, like, like wolfing out a little bit. But it's when he battles um, Bloody Mary that he fully wolfs out. And oh you're just like, gosh. yeah! We were all cheering. Get Bigby! 
<laughs> anyway, who was your favorite character? Besides Bigby, because he was handsome and perfect and wonderful, and the way we played him was wonderful. He was so broody. He, he was, was so broody. so moody, <laughs> like the rest of the game. But yeah, besides Bigby, ooh, I didn't want to go first. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with Bloody Mary, man. She was badass and creepy AF. She like kind of dressed like a pirate, which is like, I'm good with that. I, I like <laughs> pirate themes. <laughs> So, and then she, I mean, she gave up a really good fight. I also kind of loved it when she loses the crooked man is just kind of like no skin off my back and yeah, like she's just another pawn and you're just like, oh, poor Bloody Mary. Kind of. Okay. Interesting take. I enjoyed... You always do like a good villainous. I do. <laughs> she does, yes. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because I really, I really liked Snow White. She was kind of fun, but she was also she was also kind of moody herself, yeah. you know. But yeah. and the stance she takes at the end, I I don't agree yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I wish she would have been a little bit more forgiving towards Big B. I don't know. I just I just thought it was fun to like have her kind of. It almost seemed like she was a little bit of a tag along with Big B when when they were kind of doing some detective work and mm -hmm. stuff, which I thought was fun. It was it was it almost seemed like kind of on an unofficial capacity that she was with him, but I also. And it was also due to our own choices. We mm -hmm. wanted her to come along. So yeah. there were there were some different dialogue choices where we could be like, oh, no, you stay here. Don't come with me. Or, yeah, come with me. And we always chose, yeah, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was fun like to like, have them be partners. So I, I guess, yeah, I would say Snow White is my favorite. If I feel Telltale like games... we could keep her safer when she was with us, too. That's true. Especially after like her glamoured head shows up at the doorstep and you're just like, we can't let this happen to her. I seriously, like, well... Steph knew because she had played it before. She knew that that wasn't really Snow White. But Lindsay and I were both like, "No, like, what the hell?" Just like at the beginning, and we were laughing too, too because it was like Snow will remember that, and like it doesn't even matter that she remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, if Telltale Games were still a thing, it'd be cool to have the story through Snow White's view. Point yeah, of view. you could play oh, as yeah. her. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Definitely. Maybe we'll make a game platform called She Tell Games. Oh. Or tell she. Or I'll let you rethink the name on that. Tell her. Um, <laughs> now that I've been sitting tell here. Tell her. That sounds like toxic masculinity. Tell her game. Tell her game. Oh. <laughs> it's just her tale. Her no. tale. There we go. T A I L. <laughs> anyway, um, now that I've been stewing in it for a little bit, I think my favorite characters would either be Narissa slash Ariel. Or Buffkin, because I think Buffkin was funny. Buffkin! Oh, I thought Buffkin was kind of annoying. He was kind of annoying. I thought Mr. Toad was also a little annoying. Yeah. But Blake loved him, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know, there's like one or two lines of Buffkins that made me laugh. And then, <laughs> I don't know, Nerissa was just like complex and... I, I don't know, I, like, I liked her confession at the end where she's just like, yeah, like I put the head on your doorstep to get you involved. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's pretty ballsy. Like that's, I don't know, she was okay. I think, I think that Narissa glamored herself at Faith as Faith at the beginning. I like and that. Faith that's has been a, dead the entire time. That's a decent theory. It's very like manipulative for a good reason. Yeah, for Wait, a good Wait, you're saying at the beginning. I was saying Faith has been dead the entire game. But at we the never beginning, met Faith. 
to like um, kind of manipulate Bigby to like taking the that, case. So when we first meet the um, Faith, the woodsman, no, was it? Yeah, name? the woodsman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we first meet him, you're saying that was Nerissa, not Faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Which I enjoy a game that leaves a little bit of room for you know speculation, speculation and thought. Theorizing. theories, but <laughs> I just wish it had ended a little more cleanly. Yeah, I agree. But, um, what's your cookie rating? I'm gonna give it a four. What really pushed it from three and a half to four was the mood and the music for me. Mm. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed a different feel in my game. But otherwise, three and a half, four story, gameplay, etc. Okay. I choose... I'm going to say three and three quarters, (laughs) not quite to four, but only, so I, I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed like the game, the story and everything. Um, I, I do as, as you guys know, I know I've talked about before. I love a game that has like the fun, like the decisions and you kind of get to have a little bit control in the narrative. Um, but at the same time, like, like it was, it was fun to play through. But I honestly, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to go back and, and play it some more. Hmm. Like, even though like there, there could be some other decisions or things that you could play that will change the story. But I don't know. It's, it's not like you know when we finished Detroit Become Human that I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta keep playing. Like I gotta, I gotta go find out what else I gotta we go find done. exactly. Yeah. So it, I wasn't like as excited to go back and, and play it again. Hmm. Stuff. I'm probably on the same level with you guys. I'll probably get a four. I I did enjoy the game. I thought that it was a creative video game idea. I don't think there's a lot of video games based on fairy tales and fables. It's true. And so I thought that that was kind of a nice change of pace from Zambies and shoot, shoot, pew, pew games. And I (laughs) always enjoy something different. So yeah, I'll give it a four. I played it a couple times and there are a couple different endings and that's pretty cool. But I am so bummed. I might have to go get the. I might have to get the graphic novels because I do want to know the ending. I do want to know who Narissa really is and who Big B ends up with and if Ichabod Crane goes to jail forever because he was kind of an icky creeper. They just kind of got rid of him. They were like, "Okay, off to Paris with you," and then they didn't really tie that ending up at all. Yeah, that's true. Or like, I would love to know like what the farm is really like because no one wanted to go there. Is it like a like a work prison? Is it like a like the farm? Like the, the inevitable farm, farm where you, inevitable animal. Animal farm. Imaginary farm. Well, like the where farm they where, to... where they send their animals when they get really old and sick, and you have to send them oh. to the farm to get more air. But what it really means is they kill them. Yeah, exactly. That like, would be dark. Yeah, but like we just sent Toad and Toad Junior there. <laughs> like... I know he was leaving, and he's like, "I want to catch more bugs to add to my collection." And he's like, "Too bad, Toad. We're going to you out." <laughs> Well, if you do get the graphic novels, please do share them. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. And tell us if Bigby is as much of a hottie. Dude, Bigby is pretty hot. Mm -hmm. We could have used a couple more shirtless scenes with Bigby. One or two (laughs) would have been adequate. Do you know who was not hot? Georgie. Georgie. Oh, oh the, the pimp guy? Yeah. yeah Ew. He was, he was yeah, he was a gross... They did a good job making a villain out of him because he was, like, repulsive in everything he said and did. I'm not I'm not a fan of the, the, the neck end. tattoos and face tattoos and stuff. Like, Okay, except for yeah. Um, yeah. good girls. 
Rio's neck tattoo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now Marley's breathing heavy. Because <laughs> I ship him in bed so hard. <laughs> Sorry. Good Girls, a show on Netflix. Not a sponsor, but you know. <laughs> so good. That's one of those ones that I need to watch that I haven't yet. It's really good. <laughs> the only acceptable neck tattoo we can think of at the moment. <laughs> Fine. We've dropped a couple hints about it, but next week, Last of Us? Yes. Which, once we're done recording here, we're going to go play it some more. Probably beat it. Well, first we're going to get food. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. those cookies were delicious, but I need something in my belly. I need some protein. Okay, make sure, again, that you follow us on social media. If you want to send us an email, maybe with some suggestions of games we should play, or if you just want to give us a review, I mean, be honest, please. You know, that, we're totally fine with it. Our email is cutscenesandcupcakes at gmail.com. Our and Instagram is cutscenesandcupcakes. Mm-hmm. Facebook, cutscenesandcupcakes. Twitter, Cutscenes and cupcakes. Yes. No, it's just cutscene cupcake. Yes, cutscene cupcake. Because that's all that would fit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> go get your friends. Grab some cupcakes. And play some video games. Goodbye. Okay,